The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 930 with Brock and Sog. Brought to you by Pizza Hut on Seattle Sports Station. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. What happened yesterday? Oh, man. We just didn't play well uh, in, really in any phase. Other Special teams were solid. Um, but we just didn't play uh, like we had hoped to. And, and uh, I got to tell you, as, as much as I tried and, and I wanted to get this done right, we didn't come back out of that, you know, the short week. We didn't do it well enough. And, and we were because across the board, we were behind it a little bit on, in, in a lot of areas. We made some mistakes uh, and, and gave them some opportunities to make it easy. And we, we didn't. You know, we just weren't on on our game, and uh, so um, that's my fault, man. I got to get it ready, and, and uh, we we attacked it. We knew, you know, we knew that that was at hand. But when we when you look at the result of the game and you don't get it done on on line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball, um, and and there was enough stuff that happened, and the penalties were just bad news stuff for us. It really hurt our game. Um, you know, those are things that we can clean up so easily. How hard is it to, and it's not a motivation issue, but just the emotional impact of the week one victory. And I know all victories are supposed to be the same, but it sure didn't feel that no, way. So you try to one. do, you know, yeah. You, uh, being aware, I mean, look at, okay, the, look at what we're up against here. The, we have that game last week, and so we have to deal with that game as we go towards, you know, the the San Francisco game. Yeah, coming off a big win. Okay, now we now we go out down there and, and play like garbage in in San Francisco, and now we got to do it from the other end of the spectrum and get ourselves back the other way. So it is what you deal with, and this is how this is what you you know you have to be. Uh, you know, consistent at and, and and find your your ability to focus regardless of what just took place and and uh, so we're challenged by it on the other end here and we got to get it done this week. How do you gauge that, Pete? Throughout the course of the week, is is you get into you make the tr- short trip down there, you know, you, you watch pregame, you get in the locker room. How do you gauge just the emotional, I don't know, tank, uh, the emotional quotient of of your group? Well, how do you gauge? You just watch and listen and look and, and, and you know, all of the signals. Um, I, I felt it. I felt it on Wednesday. You know, we had Wednesday was a walkthrough practice because it's the short week. Uh, Thursday, we bounced back and had a nice day on Thursday relative to Wednesday. I felt like I couldn't wait to get back on the field on Thursday because I knew Wednesday just didn't feel right. And uh, so and then Friday was pretty clean, which the guys the guys were doing stuff right. But um I, I, you could kind of tell that we were still a little bit foggy, and and uh, unfortunately, um, and I, I mean, I'm, I'll tell you, me too. You know, I, I carried that game. That was a big win, and and we had a lot of fun on that thing. And and uh, I need to do better too. You know, if I could feel it, then certainly they're feeling it as well. And we needed to overcome it with good play, and we didn't. And and uh, they came roaring out. You know, they were you know, crushed by their loss. You know, the week before, and they they were on their game. And they did a great job at the line of scrimmage, and. and and uh, um, really, that's where the game, to, you know, it all happened right there. Coach, how, how concerned are you today about your offense? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned that, you know, we haven't, it hasn't been easy for us. You know, we haven't had any easy, easy drive. The ones we did, you know, we scored on. But we, we should make more, more drives easy by converting some bigger plays, changing the field position. You know, the great uh, the double pass thing was a perfect play, you know, by DK, you know, making an incredible catch down there. That changes the field position we're there, you know, and uh, we need to take advantage of that. But, we, but we're downfield. Sidebar, uh, the official said in pregame to me that they had had uh, a directive come from the league about 
offensive linemen downfield, that they're going to be stricter about it. And you were going to have to be two yards, and anything past two yards, you're done. They used to have kind of a gray area in there. Mm-hmm. Well, sure enough, it bit us twice in this game. Didn't have a chance to help our guys with that thought at all. Um, you know, that happens just before kickoff when you, when you hear that stuff. So, uh, but those were two big plays for us in, in, in the game. And so uh, things do happen, you know, that could change it and we could fix those things. But uh, anyway, so it was a hard, it was a really hard day. It was a tough day and we got to get back into action here. As you were on the plane, uh, Pete, watching that game, you know, yesterday and you evaluated, it was just 47 snaps of offense. So it, it wasn't, <laughs> you know, it wasn't a ton of volume to evaluate it. As, as you looked at it, was it just a physical or was it a little bit more mental and just being sharp in the details? Yeah, let me go back to answering the, the, the question earlier, too, about that, that we, we did make some mistakes that we hadn't made. Um, you know, like just in alert calls when play goes from one side to the other, we missed a couple of those. Uh, we missed a couple uh, some stuff like on the interception. We we didn't run a route correctly, and it allowed the safety to be more involved with making that play. Uh, there's some some things that we can do better. That you know, those are those are mental things. You know, those are things that can be carried through from the game. I, I think that we might have tried a little too hard on on both sides of the ball. We did a little more than we should have in a short week, and so we weren't quite as clean as we needed to be. And so those those mistakes got us. The other thing that I would say is that uh, after two weeks of, of watching Gino play, uh, we need to we don't need to hold him back at all. I think Gino's got his game ready to go. Uh, we need to trust him and we need to let him you know have uh, maybe give him a few more opportunities and stuff. We were we've been pretty pretty solidly conservative, counting on running the football. When we didn't run the football, then okay, we, we didn't have much of a mix that we needed. So we can do better with that. And uh, you know whether it's that's right or wrong, you know I. I, you know, that's not the point. The point is that we need to keep expanding. We have too many explosive uh, avenues to go to, and we got to make sure that these guys show up. So, just to follow up on that, what does that mean to to open things up for them, or, the, or make, that you've been holding which, them back? Well, just got to make sure that the, the ball's going to DK down the field. We gave him a shot, and he makes a great play. Uh, we got to make sure that the tight ends are involved, getting the ball more. And like we we know that they can play, and we love the heck out of them. We just got to make sure that that's more of, of of the attack, and it's it's. We have it. It just hasn't really shown shown up. And it always comes back to when you don't convert, you don't get that drive, you don't get your next chances. We have 40 freaking plays in the game, you know. Last week we had three drives in the second half. You know, that's not enough plays and opportunities. And that does go hand-in-hand hand with how you play on the other side of the ball, too, getting off the field. So we have to just do a better job and complement and uh, and then uh, make sure that we're, we're as wide open as we're capable of being. We can be more. How has he shown you that he's ready for that? He's he's handling everything. He's fine. He's not. He's calm. He's poised. Uh, he's got. He's accurate with the football. He's. He and Tyler have been hooking up tremendously for the first couple of weeks. Uh, they, there's a good chemistry there. We need to make sure that we're we're using all of the speed that we have. Marquise is is going to be a factor for us. We got to get him involved in the game too. Uh, to threaten the, you know, the the entire field. And so there's just things that we can do. And so you know we're telling Atlanta we we got to we got to come at it and get after it better than we did, and that's that's just the way we got to do it. Hey, Pete, oversimplification here, all right? So just oversimplification alert. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll, that's that's, a, that's a lead into the question. It just strikes me that you need to at least take two go-route shots every quarter because if the league is going yeah, to call, yeah, that, that's, if the that's league is going to call a legal contact holding on underthrown balls, overthrown balls, if they're going to call that, and you talked about the emphasis on men downfield, there's also an, an emphasis on on legal contact right. down the field. Right. If you do that. I mean, those plays yesterday on the perimeter are – I watched your reaction. I had the same. That's uncatchable, underthrown. You're rewarding a terrible throw. 
So if they're going to call it that way, don't you have to take shots down the field? Yeah, I, I just want to. I just want to challenge you on that. You can't. You, you can't throw eight deep balls in a game. You know, and 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 when you're not moving the football. You can when you're making first downs and you're going, but mm-hmm. you can't do it when you're not making your first downs because then it's second and ten. Or, you know, the, the odds of hitting those things aren't very good. But you're absolutely on the point is we have to make everybody play the game, and that's the officials too. I mean, that, that was that – was, you know, whether those calls are pass interference or not, if you throw enough of them, they're going to let some of that stuff go. But uh, there's so few that the, the guy can't pass. That's what he said. I can't. I can't not throw that. And I said, "What are you talking about? You know, yeah, you can. <laughs> you don't have to throw that. You know." And and, and he. Uh, so anyway, we do have to utilize the whole game, and that's part of it. And that's what I'm saying. We we have to allow everybody to be more involved. We have to make our first downs to get that done. And and uh, so it's it's all hand It's not as easy as this. This is throw deep balls. Oh, I know it's not. That's why but I, I agree. oversimplification. But I, but you're, you're not wrong. On, yeah, yeah. We, that's I just, part of the game that has to it, come it, to it's, life it's, just, it's infuriating as just a, a listener, as a fan, as an analyst, as a coach. I know it is. It's just infuriating. Like you're rewarding. You're just rewarding a lack of execution. And I get it. League wants to be offensive. We want to score points. We want big plays. But that is just a – it just feels as if they're giving you an opportunity as an offense. Like, hey – it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to – and with Tyler and his ability to draw penalties, with DK's size and people running into him, it just feels like a tool that could be utilized. That's all. I agree. All. I, I agree with you on that. Uh, on the other side of the ball, um, it seemed like tackling was a concern again. It wasn't really in week one, but it, it kind of crept up again. What do you do in a league where you don't practice full pads all the time? You, you, you can't tackle to the ground every day in practice. How do you improve tackling mid-season? Yeah, we, we have to uh, – it's it's not what you would think. We have to get off blocks better. We have to uh, uh, have more guys at the point of attack so that those tackles aren't so exposed. Yeah, there's We have plays uh, – Chenna has a big play on the toss coming his way where he hits the running back four yards in the backfield, misses the tackle himself, but we make a tackle for a two-yard loss because three other guys are in on the hit. And so it's more, it's more team tackling, and that means that uh, for us we have to be – better scheme schematically so that we get more guys in position we have i I can't really share it with you exactly but there's some things that we did in that game where they didn't make any yards you know in 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 calls and things that we did and uh it's because there's three and four guys around the ball all the time and we're hitting them in the backfield we don't remember those plays because you think of all the other ones but uh we have to be better in getting off stuff. We have to be more consistent and more precise about stuff. You know, the 50-yard run, now that's a tackle in the backfield. You know, uh, DT had a chance to get him down, and they go 50 past that. Well, let's say he makes eight or ten yards on that play. Give him that. And then, then the game's an entirely different game in how they run the football, you know, and so statistically and all that. So um, the, the, because there was a lot of no-game plays in the, play, in, the, in the game and things where we knocked them down like we want to. So we just got to play better and get more guys to the football. More, and, and really, it really wasn't pursued. I, I see it more as schem- schematically we have to play better. And so that means we got to play the blocks better. we got to play the fits better. And this is a really good team with a really good experienced attack, and they did a nice job on us yesterday and and uh, they get you know they they earn their way they earn hey, their way in that i know brock wants to talk through a bunch of the rookies and and he'll take you through that here in a moment it, it just what do you think of debo samuel i think he's a fantastic football player i think he's an incredible ball player um you know who, we say oh we like missed we, we missed the tackle on the you know uh, well that way you missed debo and debo it runs through runs around uh attacks tacklers in a, in a way that really makes him unique i don't I mean, has there ever I, been a wide receiver like he, that? I'm just glad he only ran the ball four times yesterday, and he right. caught six passes or something like that. You know, I was just glad he didn't have the ball more. You know, and and uh, because he's he's just 
he's an incredibly gifted player. You know, and he's so solidly uh, fit. You know, he's he's fast, he's explosive, but his power really shows up, and he just runs right through stuff. And so he's a really good player, and and uh, we're lucky we did, he didn't get more. He's intriguing, isn't he, Pete? Like yeah. I think back to the decades beforehand, how many players have been kind of in between a running back and a receiver? And yeah. they utilize him as both. I mean, he is just a, a unique athlete. A bunch of yeah. your rookies are unique athletes too here, Pete. I do want to go through these because so, to me this has been the highlight is seeing these young guys thrown in the fire and gaining valuable experience. And to my eye, Pete, not being overwhelmed physically, um, bouncing back and playing well. If we if we could just walk through the six and tell me what you've seen from each of them. Start with, start with Charles at left tackle. Yeah, well, Charles is getting going. You know, he, he's he's finding finding some consistency with so much room for improvement. You know, we're so excited about what he can do to get better, but he's holding up, and, and uh, that was a hard a, a game and a tough attack, and he's going to need it because we got other teams that are going to be loaded up too. But he uh, he had a good solid game, uh, got knocked back a few times into the quarterback, uh, but basically survived well and did okay. You know, when uh, when they had the the big bomber over there and Bosa was on his side, he he made it through a few times, as did Charles on the other side. Or check that, uh, Abe. Abe, Abe on the other side. Abe did a really nice job for us throughout the game, and and uh, he he made a few mistakes in this game that he hasn't made the whole game, the whole preseason or, or in the first game. Uh, so he was a little screwed up at some on some stuff uh, that he just won't make those mistakes. At, you know, consistently again, he's, he's better than that, but he really physically held up well. And uh, he had uh, Nick a lot and did a nice job on him for the most part. The last offensive player in this rookie class that contributed, we got to finally see Ken Walker post hernia surgery and a little yeah, bit of wildcat. Doggone it. We didn't get to see him. We'll see him. It'll happen. We, we didn't make enough space for him. Um, He's going to be an th- uh, exciting football player for us. You Boy like him? Off. Oh, I really like. Him. I, I, w- I wish everyone could see Pete's face right now. <laughs> yeah. The moment you brought up Ken Walker's name, your whole face just kind of lit up. Yeah. Well, he's he's something now, and I'm I'm really excited that for, you know for his his contributions. It's going to come. Boye made a tackle for loss. Talk about engaging and disengaging blocks and finishing a tackle. Tell me about Boye's development. Yeah, he he's, he did he did well again. Uh, he got to the quarterback and and he made a couple nice plays. He's playing really strong. He, he's a good athlete. He's fast. Um, he, he needs to play more, and he, we we will play him more as we're going. Uh, he's given us reason to, and and a really exciting guy. He's got a tremendous upside. And your two guys in the secondary? I kind of want to see if Pete's face lights up again when you say Tariq Woolen's name. Yeah, well, shoot, man. He's knocked a touchdown for us, you know, down on the ground. Great play by those two guys. I mean, Michael Jackson finishing it. But uh, th- that just shows you – I don't know if you noticed uh, um, the tackle that he made on Debo. Um, you know, when Debo broke, uh, that's that guy is an asset on a football team to keep long plays from being touchdowns, that's for sure. God, he was just stroking down the field. And uh, uh, he played well again, did a nice job, had a couple fits in the running game, and, and uh, just continues to get more, gain more confidence. He's, uh, you know, you, our corners are covering guys. You know, we're getting in trouble with, with some PIs right now, and they'll, they'll learn how to be a little more poised in the moment and clean those things up. But it's because they're right on guys is it, that's happening. And, uh, you know, he's doing a nice job. And Michael's not really fitting into the rookie, the rookie part of this thing, but Michael Jackson's doing a nice job too and playing on the other side. This isn't, there weren't a lot of highlights, unfortunately, from this game, but I'll play you this one just because it was probably the best moment you guys had. Here was uh, Tariq Woolen doing his thing. Yeah, that's as good a guy as you can find to do that. 
Hold on. <laughs> That's you talking about Tariq Woolen. <laughs> we also have Tariq Woolen doing this. He thing. has one of 20 and one of 33 already. There's the snap. And it's Ooh. blocked. I think it's Tariq Woolen coming the other way. Sprinting down the near sideline. Michael Jackson. They're not going to get him. 40, 30. Hand goes up. 10, 5. Touchdown, Seahawks. What a play. Woolen blocks it. Jackson picks it up and goes about 80 yards with it for a touchdown. And the Seahawks are finally on the board with an incredible play by the special teams. Tariq Woolen with all that speed and length off the corner got there to knock it down. And Michael Jackson picked it up and was off to the races. What a big play. Is this going to spark the Seahawks? As Myers comes on for the PAT, it is 20-6. to six. We've seen um, some of your freak athletes over the years block kicks in different ways. We saw Cam jump over. We've seen Bobby jump over. We've seen D-Lineman get their hands up. And I know Richard did this once, too, right? Remember, he's, what was the game at the end of the half where he sort of got to the ball before they even kicked it and, and like, <laughs> knocked the ball out of the guy's hand? It was amazing. That was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. But Tariq does it in his own way. Yeah, and he is. He's perfect to do what that what that job calls for. That that's you know getting off a great start uh, and, and really bending you know really flexibly to to turn that corner, and then that that little burst that he has that nobody else has. That he's going to be a, a tremendous threat, and uh, that'll scare the the pie out of people people when they're kicking the football. He's there's not much you can do about that, you know. So we're going to keep bringing it. And the very first kick of the game, the first field goal that, that they took, the ball went under his arm, under his hand. He should have had that. He could have had that one as well. So um, that's a that's a good weapon for us. Biggest key, uh, Pete, to, uh, to to address this one today, right? With tell the truth Monday, and then move it forward with so many of these new young pieces will be what. Yeah, well, it's 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 about ex, you know expressing to them that we had that chance last week, didn't didn't capture it, uh, coming off a win. Now we got to capture it coming off a, a tough loss, and and uh, and and we have we're gonna we need tomorrow the day off, and then when it comes back to Wednesday, we kick back into high gear and away we go. Um, and we we got to answer the bell. We got to show that we can do that. So we, we we will get this done. I know that your your four three that you ran for years had three four principles. When's the last time you actually ran a three four? Um, I never really have just been strictly a three four guy. So how, none of our schemes have ever been there. So and even now now we're just some of the time is a true three four stuff. Mm-hmm. It's 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 just part of the scheme, you know. So. Um, so it's ball kind of comes comes together here, you know, and we need all of the stuff to to get it done. And there's a big mix. So, so your I, I guess the question is, it, it must be an interesting challenge for you to kind of not that it's new. I know you've run some things like it before, but it's an interesting adjustment, I would think, at at, at your stage of your career after all the years of doing it one way to be kind of adding this totally. It's not a new concept, but but emphasizing no, it more. No, it's because back in um, back in the San Francisco days, when I was the coordinator there for a couple of years, we were doing the same thing that we're doing now. And so we we were. It's just again, we didn't call it three four stuff, but it was mm-hmm. it's the same stuff that we're doing. So uh, the coverage stuff and the complementary stuff, what we're doing with the safeties and all that. That's it's we did exactly that, and we were really good back then too. So I mean, it's just been a blend throughout, you know, Mike. So it doesn't really. It isn't really a, um, a departure, and, and it's not even. So it doesn't feel new. No, it doesn't. It doesn't feel new uh, 
to any extent except for except for the uh, what what the style of athletes that you need to play you know and that's that's you know we need two guys instead of one guy that we we used to look for you know so, so what what are the pros and cons of that style what where can it help you and where can it leave you weaker well it the 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 pros of it if you have the the guys on the outside that cause problems you're putting them in a in a better advantage position to come off the edge and be a factor and be part of the game plan as opposed to being down inside as the four three end you know would be on a tight end and inside technique we play a lot of outside edge stuff and uh, what happened yesterday and what will continue to be interesting for the fans to watch is how our guys play on on the edge and how they do take their chances and, and their opportunities to come up and unders and, and to attack inside chenna happens to be really good at it he's off to a great start uh, you know with the first game and then this he played well again yesterday uh, he really because of his experience he knows when to and how to and uh, and Daryl and and Mafe, those guys are learning, you know, how to take advantage of the of the opportunities that the scheme brings them. So, um, so it's 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 that the factor of those outside guys that really what makes it special. No more oversimplification questions. That's it. I appreciate the way you handled it today, though, and I think in the end we got on the same page. That yeah, maximizing yeah. those guys down the field because DK could certainly do it. And you guys that you know, you got guys that can go. It's really think, important uh, to us. Yeah, it it's is really. It's an important part to us to to be explosive. We did not get our explosive plays yesterday, and and uh, that's you know that's something that we have to make part of this this attack. And uh, looking forward to making sure that that that. that t- takes place this weekend well it seems like it'll be an interesting week of practice you got yeah, uh, yeah. atlanta coming in town back in front of the home crowd on sunday and uh, we'll look forward to talking again on monday everybody wants to get back to work i promise you sounds and, good and all right there you go. there's coach carroll and we will be back tomorrow morning of course at 6 a.m until then brock the hay oh the hay is in the barn see everybody Get to the chopper!